If you're enjoying this episode, check out Fearless Fridays with Marianne, the podcast to help you transform past pain into present power so that you can heal your inner child and reshape your future. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Dannert in Rochester, New York. My mission is to see women worldwide live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Subscribe to Fearless Fridays with Marianne on the Jazzcast Pros Network, available right here on your favorite podcast player. And remember, you are a priority and you matter. Jazzcast Pros. Welcome to Living the Front Seat Life podcast. I am your host, Coach Kelly Marie. And hey, like, subscribe, share, leave a comment. Let me know you're listening. I would love to hear from you. Today on Living the Front Seat Life, I'm sharing with you uh, an interview, a radio interview that I did on Child Abuse Awareness Month. April is Child Abuse Awareness Month. And I was asked to um, come in and tell my story around my story of child abuse. So sit down, lay back, prepare, get your mind right. It's not a heavy story, right? but it, it does touch on some issues around, of course, child abuse, me being a survivor of sexual child abuse and just being able to come forward and having uh, an adult that I could go to and talk to that listened and heard me and believed me in my story. So uh, I wanted to share that with you. I thought it, it made sense to share this part of my story with you. I feel like we'll probably uh, get a little deeper um, another time and, and bring some folks on, maybe talk about the effects of abuse on children and, and what that looks like as you grow into adulthood. Uh, but until then, I leave you with this interview with myself and Carrie Saunders, who is the host of the Senior Moments radio show on WAFO in Buffalo, New York. Next, we have Kelly Wolford on our show. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. April is Child Abuse Month. Every day, five children. Every day, now get this, five children are abused. Every day, five children are abused in this country. Erie County and Buffalo have the second highest reported cases of child abuse in New York State. Erie County and Buffalo, we're the second highest. So that's just awful. And we're living right amongst this stuff and don't realize it's going on. And so just the awful thing. And thanks to Bell South, Child Advocacy, we were able to get Kelly uh, Wolford on our show. Uh, and thank you for coming to us in your moment, um, Kelly. Oh, thank you for having me. And Carrie, it's um, five children die each day. Five children die each day. Each day. That's what I yeah. said. That's but, right. you know, it's so important to talk about child abuse awareness. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate Best Self really mm -hmm. working to, to get stories out of people that have survived and are you know really living through the abuse uh -huh. that they have endured you know as a as children and even in you know other relationships not just child abuse yeah. it's, it's abuse across the board but the child advocacy center and best self so you you you, you were abused by a family member 30 mm -hmm. years ago mm -hmm. all right so let's talk about so our listeners you know let's talk about that story what happened? I mean, you, so you willing to share I was, that? What I was being abused, sexually abused by a member of the family. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, I, you know, didn't know that it was wrong because that, that's a part of the relationship uh -huh. that abusers build with children is you, you 
teach them and groom them to not think that what's happening is wrong, right? And so back then there was a public service announcement Mm -hmm. with Webster, Emmanuel Lewis. Yeah. And they had these um, big letters, go run and tell. And they would play this this public service announcement all the time. Go run and tell if someone. So you were a little kid. Yeah. If someone is, I was nine years old at this time. Um, if someone is touching you or making you feel uncomfortable, you know, Mm -hmm. go to an adult that you trust. And I watched that commercial. I don't know how many times I watched it, but it got to the point where I knew that I needed to say something to someone. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that I would want people to to know and understand is the importance of being an adult that a child can trust. Okay. You know, so grandparents, you know, older adults, you want to be that person that that child can trust. And right. so my mother always raised me to be able to talk to her and ask her any questions. Mm-hmm. We had a very open relationship. Um, and I knew that I could go to her and talk to her uh-huh. and really talk to her about anything. And so I let her know that someone um, in our family was abusing me. And what I did not realize at the time was that in that moment, my mother believed me uh-huh. um, and she made sure that I got to the hospital and, and was examined and we went through the process of identifying the person and they were arrested, but we never, um, they pressed charges. We never went to court um, because of the, the the system, the process that it takes to get a child through the system and get them through to the point of testifying. And so we got as far as going into the court um, I spoke to the judge and they showed me the courtroom. They showed me where the person would be sitting. They uh-huh. showed me where I would be sitting. They really took time to, you know, explain what would happen, but it was so many times that I had to tell the story. So, so many times you being abused? Um, for a couple of years. And, and so you were being abused for a couple of years and then you, the Webster commercial uh-huh. made you realize that something was wrong. Yeah. yeah. And this was years ago. And so you reported to your mother mm-hmm. and she believes you. Yep. And that's how the process. That's how it started. That's, that's how it started. During the abuse, why didn't you say something from, you didn't know? From well, the beginning? it was, a, it was, it was, and this is actually something that we don't talk about. This is a great question uh-huh. because we never, we always tell kids if someone's hurting you, right. if someone is treating you poorly, if someone, we, we make abuse see. We show only the negatives of it. We don't talk about inappropriate touching. We've been doing right. that lately, but back yeah. then, right. you know, it was always stranger danger. Okay. You, you had to worry about some stranger doing something to you. It not wasn't in the family. Look at, right. was, this was part of your family. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So not, yeah. not looking at people that you know. So I had a trusting relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they were mm-hmm. able to take advantage of that trust. Right. And that's what abusers do. They take advantage, especially and it's children. A, and it's a lot of times, it's the relative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of times, yeah. right? It's yeah. a, uh, now, you go to your mother and you tell her, I'm being abused. Mm-hmm. And then from that point on, that's how you were able to stop the abuse? Yes, or... because I, I'd never interacted with that person after that. Okay. So, unfortunately, many children are not believed when they, they tell That's someone. what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Okay. They are made to be held responsible mm-hmm. for the actions of adults. Right. You know, well, don't sit on their lap or you, you know, why would you be in that place with that person? Right. We, we, excuse me, we victim shame children. 
and make them believe that it's their fault that they're being abused. So, and so that's from, not the case. So from your experience, because you actually are a very successful person now. So you you know, you were able to overcome mm-hmm. being a victim. How important is it that you take the child as being truthful? Because your parents, if, if your parents, if your mother would have said, no, I don't think this happened, mm-hmm. you would have gotten another cycle, right? Another right. cycle. It would have been a, that's almost like abuse too. Right. You know? And you don't even, you know, we, we oftentimes we want the best for our children and we mm-hmm. just don't believe that we would put ourselves right. in the position to have our children be hurt. Right. And I think that's some of it, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I, I don't know about the, you know, mm-hmm. the thought processes of, of people in that situation, but being a parent, you know, I, I, so you I have, have three children. children. Yeah. Right. I have three children, adults, they're off doing their adult thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, Never, I would hope that I would be wise enough or be, be able to see enough to mm-hmm. know that my children were in an unsafe situation. But oftentimes people don't know. How important it is that you talk about it? Very important. It is an incredibly important that we have basic conversations using mm-hmm. everyday language. We call body parts what they are, um, not making up names for the, the parts of the body that, that God gave us. Right. And so when you demystify things and you just start talking about the body. I mean, how important is that you started talking about it? It was important that you, you did not like you're on this show right now and you're talking about, yeah, I was abused as a child. I was sexually abused as a child. Mm -hmm. And so when did you, because what I'm trying to say is that, is it, you look like it's like a lifting a weight off your shoulders when you start talking to somebody about it, right? For- well, my mom told me back then, you know, this is your story and don't be ashamed. You know, this mm-hmm. is not a secret. You don't, I mean, it's not everybody's business, right? but this is not something that you should be ashamed of and you should feel ashamed talking about. Right. So from the very beginning, you know, God bless her from the very beginning, mm-hmm. you know, she let me know that it was okay to share my story. So, so when did you start recognizing that you were being abused? It was around that time yeah. because, again, my relationship with them and so, was, and, was a positive relationship. Oh, quotes, so you had a, like a candy. Give me hear some candy. Right. Let's do Excellent. This thing, you know, wonderful relationship, relationship right. fun times, right. Right. you know, mm-hmm. gifts and treats. And, you know, so I, I didn't recognize. So what I'm getting at dead. is what should parents and guardians and older everybody listening what should they be recognizing? Because you, because you, you can be abused and not say nothing like you did for right. a while. Right. So is, is that like happens to all children? I mean, well, there's so warning what, signs. Okay. That's so what, there's, so let's talk about. So there's warning signs, and these are things that I know that happened with me: <clears throat> um, pain during urination or bowel movement. Okay. Um, bedwetting, uh, self harm or suicide attempts, being fearful of a person or a place. Uh, abrupt changes in behavior or eating habits, you know, and similar to signs of, um, you know, mental health issues, right. you know, we we have to know what a child's, you know, day-to-day life is like, yeah. you know, is a child normally happy and go lucky? Right. And then, you know, now they're more depressed, they're sad, mm-hmm. they may, you know, say that it hurts when they go to the bathroom, or they may have eating habits, so bowel issues. It, it, things start changing. Right, but you got to be able to have those kind of conversations, right? You got to right. be able to have a, a, a relationship with that mm-hmm. child for them to feel comfortable to tell you about these types of, of changes. So those are our warning signs, um, unexplained bruises mm-hmm. um, and welts, things like that. Um, that that's another um, warning sign. Yeah. Okay. So now, back thirty years ago, mm-hmm. when you 
said, I've been abused. Your mother took you to the police or something. Um, or, so my so, trauma, I don't know exactly what happened next. I okay. remember um, being in a clinical setting, talking to a nurse or a doctor. It was mm -hmm. a woman. And my godmother took me because at the time my mother went into a, a depression. She couldn't, she couldn't handle it. No, no but Listen. she had a support system. Right. So my godmother was the one, and I didn't realize until much later, mm -hmm. a couple years ago, really, that that was why my godmother was there because my mother was in her okay, bed. So you were still a young. So I was you nine. Were, yeah, nine you, years you, old. You, you, still, you knew something was wrong, but you still didn't comprehend what was right. happening. Right. So today, from Best Self Child Advocacy Group, Best Self Child Advocacy Group, and Best Self is a behavior. You probably see the signs out in the community, Best Self. But they have a child advocacy group. Yes. They have made it easier for children to, yes. for parents and children to report child abuse. Huh? Mm -hmm. So what is Best Self Child Advocacy Group doing? Good it's less word, traumatic. Less traumatic. Uh, what because are they doing? before or even outside of the child advocacy center, uh -huh. you know, you, you talk to like 15 different people. And so now the child advocacy center, what they do is they make it easier. They record the interview with uh -huh. the child so that they don't have to tell the story over and over again. So instead of talking to 15 people, they talk to three. Okay. Right? That is a huge difference. So that is a yeah. huge, you know what I mean? And they provide a safe environment, a comfortable environment for the children to be able to to talk. Mm -hmm. um, they work with the, the caring adult in that uh, situation to help them as well. Right. Because it, it's traumatic to, to more than just the child, right? right? And so when we get to the point of being able to say, you know, I need help or you know, as a parent or as a grandparent or, you know, a, a auntie or uncle, you know, I need help with this, this child that I, I love and care mm -hmm. about. They have just come to me to, you know, disclose this thing, right. you know, they can call the child advocacy center. Um, now their number is um, 866-5437. Now write that down because if you know somebody or you think you know somebody, because abuse is really prevalent in all communities. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, especially, you know, they say Buffalo and Erie County is the second most in the state. Right. So that says a lot. So what's that number again? They say people can call for help. 866-5437. Call the Child Advocacy Center and talk with the professionals there right, and let right. them walk you through the process. Right. They may give you the words to say, or you may already have the information if you are suspecting, you know, they'll be able to walk you through the process in right. that way. Um, the, the child that's being impacted is less traumatized by right. this traumatic event. Right. So, Kelly, thank you so much. Kelly Wolfer, thank you so much for coming on a Senior Moment radio show. Thank you so much for listening in to Living in Front Seat Life podcast today. You know, I, I wanted to share with you, you know, just a little bit about the other work that I do and another part of my story around child abuse and surviving and living and thriving despite of, in spite of, or even because of the um, abuse that I um, endured as a child. And so I want you to know that, yes, there are ways that you can be aware, as you heard, you know, to pay attention to the children in your care and the children um, that you may be around and listen for signs and clues. Um, feel free to, you know, talk to them and, and talk about um, body parts and what body parts are and what's private and what isn't, you know, for example, and I didn't get to mention this in the show, 
um, in the interview. But, you know, one of the things you can say is anything that is covering that your swimming suit covers is a private part, is a, is a part of your body that no one should be touching. So that's just one example of a way that you can have these seemingly tough conversations. And they're tough conversations because they're tough for us, but they are truly a matter and can be a matter of life or death, of happiness, of wholeness, of being healthy uh, for children. So just I encourage you to take your feelings and emotions out of the situation and realize that um, by you being there for a young person, for a child, you have the ability to help them through, to help them grow, to help them become who they are destined to be simply by listening, by being there, by being receptive and by hearing and accepting their story when they let you know that they are in an abusive situation. So thank you. And I encourage you until the next time to be the light.